1: Episode 21, Famous Last Words. A room without books is like a body without soul. So said Marcus Tullius Cicero. But he was not from the land of Cayley; He was from here like you and like me. Yet words travel far, care not for confines. This oft-misplaced quote broke through abstract binds. It floated along, dodging ear after ear, or falling upon those these words would not steer. Before resting, it seemed, in the hands of a writer, or reader, or both. It matters not, I have decided. What you do with such verse defines the reaction. Here they built tribute to the gods' satisfaction. Now, perhaps Cicero did not say these words. Perhaps they did not travel far between worlds. But here lies a place that defies common sense, the library of Vasanar, and there's not even a fence. No, the knowledge within can be yours without fee. So go read a book at your library. That's very good. Uh, You don't have your headset on.
2: That was really
0: good. (laughs) How did I not have that on? Uh,
1: I don't know, but you responded like you just forgot that they weren't on. Welcome back to Girls Who Don't D&D and thank you so much for being with us. We have been growing and growing and much of that is because of you. But if you're just catching up, you probably have noticed it's been a long while since we asked for people to reach out if you're interested in being one of our voices. You can do that via our Patreon, which we should talk about in a second, or by emailing us at girlswhodontdnd at gmail.com. We do our best to give as many people as possible a chance. We also love reading the reviews you write, so if you're not in the position to join Patreon to support us, please consider writing a review in our favour instead. We don't want negative ones. Not one of those yeah, com- no negative ones. Yeah, not one of those compli salt types. Like, uh, it's really good if you like that sort of thing. Yeah,
2: complice salts. I love I that. Love it. Haven't
1: you heard complice salt? No. It's, it's, I've heard
2: backhanded compliments. It's
1: pretty much the same it's thing. It's the same, same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever been complice salted? Oh, like that like, dress looks great on you. Yeah, I have been <laughs>
2: complicit. I've actually got a big, a bit of a feud going on with a friend at the moment who keeps compliciting me. Nice. Um, which we won't get into, but yes.
1: Because <laughs> it's a legit feud. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's, a le- it's actually a legit feud, and if you want to hear all about it, join Patreon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just a you <laughs> complaining week <laughs> after week. It's just
2: me being like, and then this bitch says to me. And then she "Right said, in my fucking eyeball," she says.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, anybody else being complicit? No, oh.
2: that's my
0: knowledge. Yeah,
1: oh. yeah, sure. What, what have you been? How?
0: I don't know, but I'm sure
1: I have. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have details. Not for a few. What, is this is a really? courtroom. <laughs> it's not a courtroom. You can't ask me these questions. I
0: mean, I'm pretty daft, so most things go over my head, <laughs> and I do tend to forget things in the week after. And
1: you're pretty mm. short, so most things do go over your head. Yeah. yeah. salt <laughs> <laughs> okay. Was well, it just a plain insult? Isn't it? He's got one in um, there. Yeah. yeah. See? Yeah.
2: See what I mean? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, isn't salting How you met your wife? Well.
1: Yeah, kind of.
3: That doesn't sound great. No, it,
1: wasn't, it was unintentional.
2: <laughs> why did she stick around? <laughs> I
1: don't know why she's still involved. So if listening, here. Run, 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 run. We were at a uh, conference and they'd made us walk around this entire massive building to go to the afternoon drinks, right? And uh, I didn't know her at the time, so we weren't together or anything like that, but we'd walked around this massive complex. It took like half an hour and they were trying to show us stuff that really didn't matter. Like, look at this amazing thing. And we're like, that's who cares? Just get us to the afternoon drinks. At the end of the whole thing, we finally got to the drinks. Uh, they decided to kick us all out. Right, it it was one of the typical conference sort of situation where they're like, you've had your half an hour, get out. Um, so they opened up a little door and we were next to the room which started it. <laughs> so we could have just walked straight in there to start with. And as soon as they did that, I went, oh, fuck off like that. And that is the precise moment the two people in front of me happened to turn around. And that was my wife and her friend. So probably about a meter from my face, I went, fuck off. And I had to recover from that. And we're married now, so I think I did okay. Yeah,
0: that's not bad. That is not bad.
1: So if you want to know how to meet a girl, you start off by telling them the fuck did off. Did she
0: go, fuck you too"? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Do
0: not follow that advice, you giant. people.
2: Bastard. Look,
1: the, rea- the reality is I was absolutely convinced I had absolutely no chance of her, so I was normal for a change. <laughs> I thought, well, she's too you pretty for me, you. so I just get to be me for a
2: while uh,
1: instead of, like, panicking. <laughs> and and being, she still liked you. Wow. that's so a, that was a complice, complice
2: song.
1: <laughs> <laughs> good. Uh, so without further ado, I should probably introduce the people you've already been listening to. Our wonderful cast. We have...
4: Indie
2: Plague Freya. Uh, <laughs> you know what oh, happened there? That? She was focusing wow. so hard on getting the order right. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, <was> like, <laughs> I know <It's> you. <laughs> I know your body. I mean playing, Fre- me playing Freya. There you go, there the, drama, go. the drama. The <laughs> drama. Stacy playing
3: Karen. Lana playing Morrigan.
1: And I am Corey, your DM. Let's start off with a warm fuck off for some of our supporters. <laughs> what do you got? <laughs>
3: hey. I'll go last. I <laughs> well, I've got one. I've also got one. Because someone was texting while we're meant to be looking up.
1: Wow. Uh, yeah. All right. Who, who are we giving that warm FO to?
3: Um, I am choosing someone from the book club because we are going into a library and that just nice. seems oh, smooth. Right. Yep. Um, I'm actually choosing Bellyboo. Um, they are a med student with a love of fantasy, writing, singing, baking, painting and pink. They have two cats, two dogs, and they're trying to convince their fiance to get a rabbit. Um, get, the get,
2: get the rabbit. Get the rabbit. Get God. the rabbit.
3: Get the fucking rabbit. You're
4: this far in. Jeez. <laughs> How much well,
2: more?
1: It's
3: two, in fact, because I feel like it should match. Oh, get them D-sex uh, fast. Yeah,
1: don't get two rabbits.
3: <laughs> yes, no. Yes, that's, not, you know. that's not
1: really getting two rabbits. No,
3: that's getting <laughs> 40 rabbits. Have you learned nothing <laughs> about our,
1: our country started with two rabbits? <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: All right, I'm going to shout out to WolfStorm616, who's now inspired to become a DM because of our show. Oh, nice. And so am I, to be honest.
1: Not far away now, is it? Not far
2: away.
3: You're an inspiration, Corey.
1: Well, I did say we'd cycle back to Patreon, and one of the things we are considering is finally handing over the reins. Yeah. Uh, as you might have noticed in recent episodes, uh, Stace has been getting stronger and stronger.
2: With I've outgrown my role.
1: Yeah, she's starting to really start to, I to get promote. these things right. And um, she made DM an episode with some other people. Yes. We'll see.
2: We will see. No well, pressure, actually,
1: but it's on now. Well, it actually kind
2: of is because I kind of floated the idea by them uh, a couple of days ago. And they were keen. They were like, yeah. And one of them was like, I'll make the characters. I'll see about throwing out to Patreon to make the matching villains. Oh, that's cool. You
1: we may well do so, yeah.
2: Possibly. We'll see what's going on. We'll
1: see how we go. And speaking of the stuff that we're putting on there, though, you got some other stuff coming up too, yeah.
2: Yes, yes
0: we do.
1: What do you got? Yeah, Freya, what do you got? I don't pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> Freya, <laughs> tell
0: us all about your project. Um, in the works, we've got us three listening to our episodes in our own time and then us coming back together for about half an hour and having a chat about what's going on, things that we haven't remembered. Um, things we, we didn't get to hear. Yes, exactly. That's that. jokes
2: we want to slip in. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. And just laugh again for another half an hour. That sounds, how funny sounds we precisely
1: are. what we need. And how funny we are. And I won't <laughs> be there, so it's not how funny we are. It's just how funny they are. While we're at it, ladies, I forgot. But if you just check underneath your chairs, Ooh. you got a delivery this week.
2: Ah, oh, <laughs> we love a delivery. You do. Oh my goodness! I did too. I'm just,
1: I'm just saying. <gasps> oh I've already my sent... god! So at the Ooh. moment, uh, the girls are receiving.
2: <gasps> Shit! Yeah, this is amazing. <laughs> how do you how do make these? How work? do they even do this?
1: So this is a little leather dice rolling kit sent oh my in
2: god. by. Uh, <laughs>
1: sent in by one of our favourite listeners. Uh, I, I don't want to say too much about who this wonderful listener is, but uh, Jeff is the same man who told us what shaps actually were. Oh! <laughs> oh, and he's free expert arseless. with leather. Were he these is. made from shaps? Well, they cut out the holes for the shaps, obviously. So, yeah, I'm going to say these are shaps holes. Are
0: these shaps They're shaps holes? <laughs>
1: what an insult. I love it. It's such a shaps my hole. My ass
0: <laughs> is a shaps hole. I oh, oh, mean, sorry, God. my Wait. face. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: don't know which <laughs> I one's I better. i <laughs> uh, Just to explain what Indy's saying there, uh, Jeff has gone out of the it's gone out of the way to uh, engrave Freya into the leather. So, yeah, that's why you're And is all of us. Face. All of us into Everybody the else Jeff, as well. Jeff,
2: thank you so much.
1: Wonderful, wonderful.
2: Oh, my gosh. That is so that thoughtful is really and cool. kind.
1: <laughs> if it you want to send us stuff, I keep forgetting our PO box is 285 Cardiff South, New South Wales. Postcode 2285 Australia. I
2: love all our gifts. They're so special. They are special. Because we also
1: got sent those candles.
2: Yes, we have these candles and they're scented for all of us. Individually, I'm just smelling it as I'm talking. I'm like, that scent of course. Oh, it's so good. She,
1: she loves a good visual medium.
2: Mine's called Second Wind. Yeah. Aww. Blood orange and green leaves and cedar and citrus candles are my favorite. If you come to my house, everyone come to mine. Um, it's citrusy smelly.
1: Mine is called Forever DM, which is when people are always being the dungeon master. Which, let's be honest, I'm going to be. What smell is that? Uh, It's vanilla.
2: I'm
1: uh, I'm getting musty.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Mold. It says uh,
1: three day bo.
2: Interesting. Nice.
1: After I've mowed the lawn, lovely. (laughs) There's a faint hint of mown grass.
0: (laughs) Mine's um, a sneak attack with whiskey, leather, and oak. Oh!
3: Yeah, I I just want to burn that that one. (laughs)
1: Burn it.
3: Yes, yeah, yes. I love whiskey. I, t- and the last one? I took mine home already. It was arcane something because it was named oh, after the magic element. Okay. Uh, it yours is, is okay, all the it? arcane
1: magic you want. Yeah, and yeah. It's, it
3: smells freaking delicious. Like, what?
2: Like, can you remember this?
3: this no.
2: Specific?
3: I literally just snuck it home. <clears throat> I was like, ooh, kettle.
2: And <laughs> yoink.
3: <laughs> yoink. <laughs> 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 I did a sneak attack.
1: <laughs> all right, let's get on with it. Okay, a a real real one. One. Let's get on with it. <laughs> Girls, are you ready to play?
0: Yeah. No, I didn't do my shout out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> She's absolutely right. Sorry. She's not wrong
1: and we definitely wouldn't get away with that, would we?
0: <laughs> Awkwardly backtracking. <laughs> um,
1: Anyone randomly that you want to...
0: <laughs> yeah, there is. Um, well, it's Zachy Mackie. I just made that up. <laughs> it's actually Zach Mackey, but in my head, Zachy Mackey works so much better. Um, and he's just
2: <laughs> Zachy Mackey?
0: You're welcome. Just reconsider <laughs> a handle change, please. <laughs> <laughs> They're just listening to our episodes for the first time. That was all. It was really nice. What the hell did you do? Like what it? just happened? <laughs> what
4: happened <laughs> to
0: your, voice?
2: What are you are your just voice?
1: Are you drinking again? <laughs> no. <laughs> that sounds so boring. Are you drinking again? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, this is day one from the holidays that I haven't drank.
1: So there's just is leftovers.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is not good. <laughs> Wait, just you say this is day one?
3: Yeah. We're a week <laughs> in a <video. laughs>
1: Yeah. It's been a big bee holiday.
3: Yeah.
0: All right, let's try this time. <laughs>
1: girls, are you ready to play?
3: Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's just three girls, a dragon and a handful of dice. Telling stories I'm sure they'll be nice
5: There will be
1: monsters Monsters and magic And fire
3: and ice But it's mostly three girls A dragon and dice
1: A little bit of something different tonight. I have used... Uh one of those online AI things to help write this episode. Ooh. So it's a little bit of me, a little bit of that. And I find that really cool. And you guys know that I write this so that uh, we make this so that one day Coop can listen to it. And I thought, would it would be interesting that if he listens to this in 20 years' time and looks back and says, that was the first real AI that was getting mm. out into the world. Yeah. And, and he asks his
2: spaceship, like, Hey, spaceship.
1: <laughs> can you play episode 21, please? Play
2: episode 21 of Dad's podcast where he took it the first AI.
1: And can you make a hologram of him just doing you're it on the You're not dead in
2: this scenario. It's only 20 years. What will I be then? <laughs> like 60? No, 70. No, you're not 50. Oh, yeah.
1: Why do we keep doing this? Yes, I'm 49 oh, this sorry, year. So you've got
2: the energy of a 40-year-old. That's not 50. That's 49 not. is
1: close. I mean, It's, it's as close. close. It's as close as you can get.
0: We don't round <laughs> up age, Corey. <laughs>
1: we round to everyday Uh, No, I mean, he's in his spaceship, so I'm back on Earth. You killed me off. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies, you are standing before the Library of Vassanor, a towering edifice of knowledge, standing with pride above the stretching grass plains and before the distant forests of the region. Its walls are constructed of paper, books and scrolls. In fact, laid like bricks and dotted with rows of arched windows that let in streams of warm sunlight. When the night has left, it's still night time now. So yeah the tower looks pretty much like a pile of books and scrolls and other bits and pieces. As you approach the tower you are greeted by a grand entrance, a sweeping archway of paperwork that leads into a soaring atrium. Here visitors are met with the sight of a magnificent staircase that spirals around the inner wall of the tower, with each floor devoted to a different branch of knowledge, leaving a deep hole right through the library's centre, uh, like a corkscrew into the void.
3: Oh, cool. that's nice.
1: Every step looks like the spine of a book lying on its side. Oh, cool. Hovering in this area is something extraordinary. Comfortable chairs dangling from floating hot air balloons.
2: That's fucking sick. I, Did AI I, write that?
1: No, I wrote that whole bit. Oh,
2: <laughs>
3: oh, I'm sorry. AI, I Bravo. I just, No, I
1: wrote that bit and the AI writes the other bit around it. Like, I think it's nice to mix them together.
3: Are the book bricks okay? Are they weather damaged? Are they... No, they're
1: all fine. Okay. Everything's fine. They're magic. Everything's the books magic. books are not getting damaged. Okay. Every surface is covered in text, from the floor to the ceiling, the walls to the doors. The wooden desks are carved with words and symbols, and the armchairs are upholstered with pages torn from old journals. The chandeliers that hang from beneath the spirals are made of inkwells and quills, casting a warm glow over the room. I can't even tell you where I begin and the AI begins there, by the way. Oh, I
2: can. It's pretty fucking clear. Which bit? None of it. I'm just... (laughs) Sorry. The walls
1: are lined with shelves upon shelves of leather-bound tomes and ancient scrolls. Each filled with knowledge and wisdom, from ancient classics like John Joseph Desmond's Bending the Universe and Victoria Pulowski's The Kind Old Gods, right through to more modern texts like Dan and Janice Pye's It's Called Sass Darling and Tyrion Ron's Guide to Chitalian Food.
2: Chitalian?
1: <laughs> I still can't do Italian, so yeah. Here there is a book for all. In the centre of the library stands a great desk made of solid oak and covered in sheets of parchment. And behind the desk, a rather unique librarian. Busily sorts through the stacks of books, their quill scratching against the page as they take note of the latest arrivals.
3: Oregon, L- loot? Did you guys hear loot? Loot? Was I was I supposed to hear that? Ah, uh, hear what? Loot. No, I didn't hear him. No.
1: Ah. Uh,
5: okay. Um.
1: Anyway, the librarian speaks. Hi, I'm Kyle.
5: Hi, I'm Alex. Hi, I'm Kay. Hi, I'm Kit. And, and we, we play Ishmael, Ishmael the Librarians
4: Developers
5: Developers. of Azamu. Salutations. Shh. Shh. When I say salutations, it's just my fancy way of saying hello. Now,
4: call me Ishmael. Here. And welcome to our good library. Not too neat. Or too dusty.
5: The thin red line between civilization and barbarism. A place of ghosts.
4: Or magic. Or rockets.
5: Vampires or detectives.
4: Or witches. (laughs) Or wonders.
5: The inexhaustible variety of life. We live in the gap between the stories.
4: We are the stuff as dreams are made on. Such then, if you want to find something.
5: If you look, if you look, 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 it is not always quite the something you are after. And yet, you are the only one who will decide where Where to go. go? So, where are you going? So, where are you going? Where are you? Going. So, where are you going? Shh.
2: That is my favourite fucking one yes. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I did this episode. Was bomb. Even how the sound at the end, like, leaves your headphones. Oh, like, yeah. It, oh. goosebumps. bumps.
1: Uh, I think this episode's chock full of some very good ones. Holy very moly. good ones. Uh, and if librarian. you want to hear them. <laughs> You've already heard them. Yeah,
2: because uh, you, <laughs> you want to hear the rest of them. Because the episode stops now till you start paying. <laughs>
1: uh, this is why you're not in charge.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, just wait till I am. <laughs> I'll stop halfway through going, like, if you want to hear the rest of this game. Level up. Level up. (laughs) No jokes, I won't. Um, We love you all, thanks so much for listening.
1: uh, Now the Librarian standing before you now is a composite of many different people bound together magically to form just one being and it gives them quite of a a unique and very diverse appearance with features that seem to be drawn from a variety of cultures and backgrounds. Uh, The Librarian has a strong angular jawline like a warrior combined with the high cheekbones and delicate features of a sorceress. Their hair is a wild, curly mass that frames their face and tumbles down their back, a mix of fiery red and midnight black. And they have eyes that are a piercing shade of green but with flecks of gold. They seem to twinkle behind thick-rimmed red glasses.
2: Damn, (laughs) that's so cool.
1: Despite their diverse appearance, the librarian is a unified being and they're asking you where you were going
2: we yeah. in so the library. We're here. We did it. <laughs> we finally made what it. finally the made the library. <laughs> what was the book called? That red and yellow. That, that book.
3: The book red that yellow. my mum likes. We're <laughs> going to use your bookmark, aren't we?
2: The works of... The work of... The work yeah, of Elasso. The work away. of Elasso.
3: My mum's
2: girlfriend.
1: Give me an insight check. Wallace? Yeah.
2: I
0: see nothing. How'd you go? What'd you get? <laughs> I got a two.
1: You see... You must admit, this is one of the most unique creatures you've ever seen, so this is probably get, mm-hmm. getting your attention. Uh, their facial features seem to be adjusting into different characters as you speak. Oh,
3: that's cool. I got an 8 plus 3.
1: An 8 plus 3. Um, it looks as though they're trying to hide something, but oh. not. it's very difficult to imagine what it is. Just holding back in some way. It just looks like they're not being free.
3: Maybe there's a creature in them that doesn't want to be in them. Who knows? Ooh. They're like all shifting.
1: Karin, what did you get for your insight check?
2: Altogether as 12.
1: Um, yeah, you also think they're in pain. Um, definitely they're trying to hide something. Not sure what it is. They're in pain? A little bit. Oh, no. It's difficult to tell, but it feels like something is moving against its skin, or perhaps even underneath it. That's it. It's very hard to tell. They've got very esoteric sort of skin. It's almost vague. You can t- can't tell where it starts and where it ends sometimes. It fades in and out of reality. Uh, but it does also seem like it's moving around. I love the name, Ishmael.
2: So they call me Ishmael.
1: Every single sentence is from a book.
2: Yeah,
1: uh, which is pretty cool. In fact, give me a perception check to see if you can see something.
2: Twenty. And Woop. now ah. we know everything about this sad librarian.
1: Well, okay, I'll let you have a little bit more on the. Uh, I'll let you have a little bit more information. You can now see into its its what looks like its wrists, and you can see that like, there are two raised uh, sections like bangles. Uh, but again, they look like they're beneath the skin.
2: Oh. oh, is it those golden rings that old mate puts on people? He's being controlled, Very or they're being controlled. See.
1: Very hard to see what they are.
2: It's the rings, isn't it?
0: So they're being controlled. We know that much. We'll cut off their hands. You we need to get the fingers <laughs> off. Free them! Free the rings! <laughs>
1: cut off their hands to free them is the worst idea you've had in ages. Morgan's <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, idea. I don't think it is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> While you're looking at the hands, you do notice that something uh, looks like it's crawling out from
5: them. Ew. Ew.
1: terribly sorry
4: but we must endure the presence of a few caterpillars if we wish to become acquainted with the butterflies
5: here let dead poetry rise once more to life the best and most beautiful things in the world
0: which cannot be seen or even touched
5: they must be felt with the heart for all the world is made of faith
4: and trust
5: and a little bit of pixie dust
4: isn't it pretty to think so?
5: To see the place you came from with new eyes and extra colors. But behind every exquisite thing that exists...
4: There is something tragic.
5: No exquisite beauty without some strangeness.
4: strangeness. And impossible to say which is which.
5: Eating at your precarious grip on existing. Knocking four good times higher. on the door of unhappiness.
4: Condemned not only an in innocence.
5: But also ignorance.
4: Floating floating. in an empty universe
5: of infinite possibilities.
4: Infinite possibilities.
5: Of infinite possibilities. Of
4: infinite possibilities.
5: Full of obvious things which nobody, by any chance, ever observes.
4: That, in itself, is a tremendous thing. All All the rest is rest is
5: darkness. But the real universe is always one step beyond logic. Made weak by time and fate
4: But strong in will
5: By vigor and resolution
4: And, and Is but the passing shadow of a cloud A puddle
5: Compared to the high seas before a storm There are darknesses in life
4: And there are lights And you are one of the lights
5: Exploding like spiders across the stars you Holding the universe together
4: You are A wonderful wonderful creation. For one must still have chaos in oneself.
5: To be able to give birth (laughs) to a dancing star. Uh,
6: now...
4: Do you have your library card?
0: (laughs) Do you have what? A library card. (laughs)
3: I'm just reeling (laughs) from the, like,
0: Hop, hop. Yeah, I know. It was
3: <laughs> really cool. Just <That's> a childbirth, <laughs> is right? Like, yeah. Hop.
1: Bang! Bang. I hope so. That's what happens. Uh, yes, they want to know if you have a library card.
3: Of course you do. Morgan, get the library card out. I I don't have a library card. Is there somewhere I could like? Freya, apply get the library card one? out.
2: We have a library card.
1: The um, librarian shuffles three forms towards you, uh, but they're the forms look completely blank except they have three lines on you she hands each of you a quill and says, Call me, however, what thou will. I am who I must be.
0: It's a riddle.
3: Ooh, Figure uh, it out. Oh, what's her name? Call me, call me whoever Ishmael. I must be. So we write our names on the page?
2: Okay, yeah, sure.
3: No? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Oh, right, hey, cool, nice. yay! Morgan! <laughs> and I'm like, Beyonce and Madonna, I don't have a last name. Sam. Yeah. bye
1: <laughs> uh, They say ache for home lives in all of us. A safe place where we can go as we are and not be questioned.
2: Uh, where do we live? Oh, shit. Where do I live? Where do you live? Kaylee? Do I live in the place that... I don't know. You're going to need to be a bit it. more
1: specific than Kaylee.
2: Yeah, I don't know.
1: <laughs> we just came from yours.
0: Really? The sewer.
2: <laughs> she lives in a hole in the ground. You, no, your lot.
1: original home.
2: <laughs> the tower um, of... The castle of... The castle of... Oh, Yes.
0: Okay.
1: There are people right now who listen to this show. Oh, my show. God. The orchestral sands? The
0: orchestral sands.
2: That would be
1: the entire desert.
2: Oh, for fuck's sake. Well, that's oh. good. Just write that down. <laughs> I can't remember where I live. No, yeah.
1: uh, The librarian looks a bit edgy now that it's taking you so long to find oh. out such simple information.
2: I don't have my notes with me today. I can't even read my own handwriting. That's the problem. <laughs>
1: She's looking at you now, looking a little nervous because she's tapping the page with her hand. Uh, you get you've, you've noticed something unusual about her hand.
2: I noticed that it's still attached to her arm,
3: and that is strange.
2: Something
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, with my friends because home is where the heart is.
1: Yeah, where the heart is is not an answer to this question.
3: <laughs> mm, this is discriminatory to people with amnesia. <laughs> So the, Except
1: on. that we have discussed oh where no! you're from.
2: Yeah, because you're from the Orchestral Sands, the, the moving tower of the Orchestral Sands. Yeah. Yep.
1: Alright, so Freya writes down the fortress of the orchestral that's sands. What I said.
2: Fortress, <laughs> that's the word. And you were from no. it's the one I can't pronounce? Oh, In Linora. In your Inothlonora. In your <laughs>
1: <laughs> So it begins. <laughs> uh, you've got two down. Karin, where are you from?
2: Um, I'm just from that little village by the sea. You know the one.
1: Uh, Seaside
2: village. You know, near the forest. You know the one. The
1: librarian looks at you nervously. Um, We need an answer.
2: I say, shh.
1: They seem worried that you're not going to be able to get this right.
2: Uh, I'm like, don't be suspicious. Don't (laughs) Don't be suspicious.
1: suspicious. (laughs) In no way does that help. Uh,
2: everyone chimed in.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But... Look, they're trying to help you. They say, do you have any other form of identification? Something to prove who you are, where you're from?
2: Um, I've got the Cathal amulet. Will that do? Oh. What's that? Uh, it's worn by someone who represents their people. And this represents me. And it's designed to remind me of all my power. So look at that. And I hold up the amulet. I'm like, this is pretty significant. Because, <laughs> um, you know, the amulet guarantees that the wearer speaks on behalf of their people. And my people are from
1: Cathal. that's a lovely guess at the end there. I don't think we've ever named your town, but um, that's why I thought this would be much more fun just for you trying to worm your way out of not knowing (laughs) where you're from. (laughs) Cathal,
2: the Cathal amulet, you know the one. It's like a passport.
1: All right. Uh, They do recognize the magic of the item. Mm. It is a powerful one. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna say that the place is actually called Kethal.
2: I say Cathal, you're like (laughs)
1: Kethal. Different pronunciations across different time Bethel periods. Weeks.
2: Yeah, because I like more, like yeah, Dungeons and Dragons thing. Yeah, I like it better.
1: Look, we get a little bit of Kaylee and Carly and all sorts of times in the, in the mm. way we pronounce the name, and I just think it's because people from different places say things in a different ways. Okay,
2: fine, kettle no. to you. To me. Okay, you're not going to say, but okay. kettle well, sounds like Bethel or like kettle. I like kettle. Yeah. Okay, but is is it going to serve as identification?
1: Yes, and Great. the librarian moves across and points at the third box on the piece of paper, and then says, someday you'll be old enough to start reading fairy tales again.
2: How old are you? Okay, okay. cool.
3: Cool, cool, cool. 434 years old.
1: She slides over a library card.
3: Thank you. Are we required to remember the de- the ages that we actually established earlier on in the podcast? Uh-huh. I want to say it was 80-something. 80 83. <laughs> I know it was like older, but I just can't remember how old it was. Mm-hmm. 26.
1: They slide a card over to Freya.
3: Yay! <laughs> oh, but not tomorrow again. 86. 84. <laughs> <laughs> I just keep scratching out She's, the number.
1: They look at you and shrug as you write multiple numbers in the box. They look around as if they're looking to see if anyone's watching and they slide a card over anyway.
2: (gasps) They
3: want us to have the card. We could have said anything, they wouldn't have cared. Thanks. I've just recently had a birthday and it's really hard to remember.
1: (laughs) And as soon as that happens, the hands that um, had a little mark underneath the skin suddenly jolt down and hold their arms to the table. (gasps) And pain jolts through the librarian's body. And you can see the facial expressions as contorting. You see different faces starting to come through. I punch it real quick. Punch the librarian. Just
2: like real quick.
1: That in no way helps.
2: Okay, all right. Doesn't a larger
1: matter. amount of pain happens. There's a scream <laughs> of why.
2: I'm trying to stop the other thing from coming out. <laughs>
1: You're like slapping people like. in I think in they're way-
2: being punished <laughs> for breaking the rules. Yeah, I know. I'll try and stop the bad guy from coming out. Right. <laughs> I think it's part of them. I love how you
1: decided. This. Yeah, there's a bad can, guy inside uh, them rather than something mean, else. But
2: if I turned into an evil shit suddenly, I'd want you to punch me in the face.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just write that down really quickly.
2: Okay, sorry. Go on. Go on. You're, you're doing a thing.
1: Punch me when I do something bad.
2: Yeah. Uh,
1: and they are looking to the side, and trying to. Um, to, to get your attention they're picking up a pen and scribbling intensely over and over on page in front of you uh, on another blank piece of page and just keep writing over and over again it was a dark and stormy night it was a dark and stormy night it was a dark and stormy night uh all
0: right we have to find a book that starts with that it was a dark and
1: stormy are looking they're looking behind them and looking at a pile of books but every time they're trying to oh, move their hand sh- locks back into place and more ghostly insects crawl free Ugh. as they're looking at you, you see nothing but apology in their eyes They are sad about this.
0: So this is not their
2: choice? My heart hurts. Mm.
1: They're not that interested in what you feel because you punched them.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I was trying to help,
2: but it doesn't matter. Intentions mean nothing apparently. They do
1: seem to be trying.
2: I would like an insight check, wisdom check. No, you were right with insight check. Insight check. It's a 15.
1: You can tell that they um, are acting in duress, but they are trying to help definitely trying to help
3: okay
2: cool it's good to know
3: trying to help by letting us in or by making it difficult to we get need in? to
2: find what they are trying to say it was a dark and stormy night and i know this book so give me some multiple choice
1: uh i did they are looking over their shoulder at a pile of books
2: yeah can i roll perception for the titles of these books
1: yes you can or you could just walk over there and look at the books if you want. Oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> perception's
1: okay. not... Perception's for, like, finding things... Are oh, a bit they're more not complicated.
2: stopping us from going anywhere.
1: No, they're, they're not stopping you at all. We've
2: got the library cards. They just can't oh, go I've anywhere. I've got my library no. card. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we're like... Yeah, we're like... <laughs> we're putting it in their face. <laughs> this is ours now. All right, so we walk over to the books and we start reading the titles. Uh,
1: there are three books. Um, one Show is roll called... Perception? No.
2: No, okay. Not yep. for this.
1: Uh, there are three books. The first is called The First Chapter by Cheryl and Lyle King. The second is called Road Trip to Goodbyes by G. J. Meyer, and the last book is called The Tempest Calls by Bonnie Mack.
2: The Tempest, storm. It's got to be that one. It's it's clear as fucking day. As a Shakespeare expert, as all of us are, I do believe that the Tempest means what, ladies? Storm. storm.
3: That's like the time we learnt the word maelstrom in this game. Oh yeah, what does that mean again? The, the swirly, the swirly thing. S- Oh, that's right.
1: Which is also what Shakespeare called them, the swirly thing. Yeah.
2: <laughs> This is the fluffy thing, the dark fluffy thing in he the sky. He made the word bubble. So I mean, yes, yeah. oh, nothing's off limits. Right? Did you know that? No. And,
1: and assassin. So. Oh. Mm, some, I, I mean, I believe it was bubble assassin. It was. <laughs> they didn't take off together. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't take off together. <laughs> so which one are you picking up?
2: The tempest. Yeah. That makes uh,
1: sense. The tempest calls. Uh, inside the tempest calls.
2: It's set in a remote
0: island. I'm just googling it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh.
0: One of Shakespeare's last plays, would yeah, you believe?
1: Yeah, I do believe that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> his career went downhill after that one. He, then, yeah, did he, he did. Die? Yeah, <laughs> no, he, just, he brought out sequels. He did Romeo and Juliet 2. He did uh, <laughs> The Return.
0: And then No Mio and Juliet, of course. <laughs> <laughs> the absolute classics.
6: <laughs> <laughs> no <Mio> and
4: Juliet. He <laughs> really went on a tangent. Uh,
1: uh, he, did, you know, so he brought funny. out Macbeth versus Hamlet. <laughs> Classic <laughs> stuff. Classic <laughs> stuff.
2: <laughs> These are very good guys, I can't <laughs> contribute because they're so funny, I can't <laughs> it.
1: Inside the Tempest Calls there is a library card with words scribbled in the part where the book title should be written. They're clearly words written in pain. There are three words that seem to be written over the top of themselves to make them thicker. Uh, the ink is smudged and, and still wet. Uh, so where the, where the people have borrowed books, you know in library cards we you can write yeah. the old ones where you wrote oh, down yeah. the book and everything like that. This is one of those places, not surprisingly. It's old school style. Uh, there are a couple of books that have been written down. The ink, as I said, smudged, still wet, but it looks like they've gone over and over the words trying to make sure that they've been, it can be seen. The first book is Highlands, Lowlands and Everything in Between by Patricia Cow, And it's a travel book. Then you've got a book called Brother of Mine by Corey Graham. And that looks like a drama I think it's got drama written next to it. And the last one is called Chasing Armadillos by Lisa Young, and that one is young adult fiction.
3: Fun. Love way.
1: That could be good or particularly bad. With young adult fiction, it's a, there's, never, there's no in-between, is there? There's like, wow, that was really good, and there's, oh, my God, why did you write this? Yeah. So it's called Chasing Armadillos, which I think is a great name. Now, the word wind has been scrawled next to the title of the first book. The word ice has been scratched next to the second book, and the final book has the word, or most of the word, light, it's the it's halfway through, it just says light, but it's splattered and the, and the ink runs too quickly.
2: Mm. Mm. What would you like to do? Loot. I hear it. You heard him? Fucking hear it. Uh, my hand suddenly reaches out and slaps Morrigan on her arm and I go, Ow. you're not crazy. I knew I wasn't crazy.
3: Does that mean he's close to us?
2: Back if I know babes. Freya. <laughs>
3: I hear nothing. Nothing and no one. She's off there with the fairies.
2: Okay. <laughs> Look, she's faulty at the moment. She's got her own problems. I'm like, armadillo. <laughs> Books. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs>
1: <laughs> They're here now, aren't they? Whispered Darkon. Yes, replied Loot. Why can't I talk to them? Asked the giant lion beast. Its ragged wings, rising and falling with each laboured breath. Lute looked to the scarred flesh where lightning had burnt away all but the slightest remnants of Darkon's tattoo. He chose not to explain the damage. I'm not sure, the mouseling uttered. I can't hear you inside either, sighed Darkon. I know, whispered Lute. Stay close then. I can't. I have to go. They'll need me. Darkon tried to open his eyes, but they were incapable of such action. The three storms had seen to that. Now they were near silent, listening, waiting. Lute's paw rubbed against what little fur had not been charred. He considered using his staff again, but that had only invited more pain in past efforts. He stood back and made contemplations he had not thought possible. Both Dutch and Harkon had seemed invincible, together more so. But of course, nothing is. He wondered whether he would ever see them again. Goodbye, he thought. I love you both. They must not fail. Listen, little one, said Darkon. If they fail, as I once did, the librarian cannot let them see the book. They will fall at the entrance of the vault that holds all of the library's rarities. But I think there is another way. And I think the storms know this. The vault can be opened with a pure soul. Whatever happens, do not let Dornus find this path. It must be near. The storms are his tools now he finds that book, there will be few left who can stop him. But the mouse thing was gone.
2: Um, well, should we start reading one? Let's all take one each.
1: You could do that. There's different sections, obviously, of the library to go to. Okay. Uh, you'd have to figure out where these things might well be. I want drama. You want to split the party already?
2: No, we've had that before. <laughs> we've, we've learnt the lessons. Have you? Have you? Yes, and that is why. Our character arc has shaped up to be about togetherness. So <laughs> I smile and nodded
3: because I totally knew we were going together. Yes,
4: totally, go- yeah, together. No, I thought we were separating.
3: Highlands, lowlands, and everything in between. We're going to go to the travel section. Yay! All right. I like this choice because my mother's name is Patricia.
1: Oh. Wow. Uh, there is a spiral of stairs around the side, and it doesn't clearly say which direction travel will be. The librarian is now struggling to move, breathing very quickly. Uh, The pain is intensifying. It's very clear that they are being punished for helping you.
3: If this was the real world, I would pull out my bag of drugs that I carry with me everywhere and just give her an Advil and... (gasps) Does she want some sniffle shade? You make
1: that sound so bad, some though. I pull root. out my bag of drugs that you I know, carry not you. like me.
3: antihistamines, <laughs> any pain, any cramping, any, any vomiting. vomiting. Yeah. That is
1: not what the police have just heard. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of the vehicle, miss.
4: <laughs> it's just an antihistamine.
1: <laughs> Would you like to go up or down? I guess that's your option.
3: Uh, Wind comes from above. Yeah. No, nice. not logical.
1: <laughs> As you make your way around the outside of the library, or, oh, Freya's where
3: wind comes from below. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not going to go there. Okay. Oh, I had Mexican last night. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: you can see that all the books are in a bit of disarray. Uh, they're still on the shelves, mostly, but they aren't pushed in neatly. They stick out like falling trees in a forest. Uh, the titles, the titles indicating which section you're in, have been knocked down or blown around or something. Some hold on loosely, dangling from one last purchase. You can see a sign nearby, but it, it, you can't really read it. It's been, it's been knocked to the ground. There's one book moving by itself.
3: Like flapping? Uh, give me
1: a perception check. Oh,
3: huh, excellent. I just rolled my new thing. Uh, 14. And your perception? Zero.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. <laughs> uh, 14 means that you do notice the book.
3: Oh, yeah. That's it.
1: You're like, oh, I saw that one move. That's um, about it. Nothing special about it other than the fact that the book itself moved.
2: Let's grab just grab it then.
0: Yeah. Can I use my sleight of hand and try and grab it? Please. <laughs> <Wait. laughs> Sneak up. Sneak
1: and get it. It might not be a bad idea, because it kind of looks like it's trying to hide.
0: Oh, okay, that's a good idea then. Oh, that was a 19 plus 10.
6: 29! Shit!
4: <laughs> <Jesus. laughs>
1: 29 son! Oh my god, Quite I nice. forgot about your abilities. Every time we play, I forget that you can actually do anything you damn well please when it comes to stealing stuff.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I want it, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we got a book now. what? We read it. Does it talk like that? Oh. Hi.
4: I'm Cece. And I play the book you just picked up. It does talk. Put me down! What the hell do you think you're doing? Oh, look at you, just waltzing around picking up books, eh? Is that how it is? Well, maybe I don't want to be read. Maybe I like my spot on the dusty shelf, just letting the days wash by with a view out over the biographies. Oh. I can even see the travel section. Ooh! But no! You have to come along with your chunky fingers pilfering through all of my well-shut pages! How would you like it if I just came along and picked you up from your comfy shelf and started turning your papery filling? My- and you didn't even start on the first page! Flick straight to the middle! not so much as a glimpse at the index what exactly did you expect to find on page 127 a juicy bit of raunch (laughs) some sudden character description of incredible depth a sneaky handwritten note written by the author you privileged twit you're a menace to books you are now put me down what do you do? I would like to <laughs> argue. <laughs> I don't have chunky fingers.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> the it's only slander. thing you took offence with. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we know that she can see from her spot the travel section. She sounded
3: really wistful about it too. Like she likes the travel section.
2: Yeah. So we make a point of reference, we glance, we see the travel section, we make our way over. There
1: are a few different areas that she can see from where she is.
2: All right, so I shake I'm like, bish! No, Let us be gentle, fast. <laughs> Why is it? We have time. She's balding. And then. And then we go to make a dog ear in the book.
4: Yes. Oh. Oh. Tell us, tell I'll us,
2: do it. It. I'll do it. <laughs> With my, my
4: slender fingers, fingers.
2: I'll <laughs> annotate your pages. Don't think I won't. I quickly,
3: quickly take the book out of her hands and hold it to my chest protectively. How dare
2: you? Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. She said I had fat fingers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Morgan, you talk some fucking sentence into her there.
3: <laughs> I gently stroke her spine and I'm like, I am so Sorry for disturbing your comfort. It did sound a little bit like you were quite interested in the travel section, though, and I'm um, wagering you haven't much um, gotten the opportunity to explore. You did indicate you've been covered in dust for a while. Um, maybe you'd like to travel over to the travel section with us and find an even nicer spot. Roll
2: persuasion. Yes. Ooh.
3: <laughs> Thanks, Dan. I'm getting ready. <laughs> I'm training.
1: Yeah, she's not very good, though, because I would have said at advantage.
2: Oh. Oh.
1: <sighs> Because the book actually wants to go. Well,
2: I did not know that. So if I, was a di- if I knew the story, I would know. I'm following that there. It won't be.
1: It won't I be would. long. It won't be long. Yeah. You can't just switch DMs during the night though, because ah! she offers advantage later on. I'm like, no. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no. No. That's stick with Corey at advantage. I was just. I was training. I was. It's like when a doctor comes in to watch your pap smear. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> you yes. Know. Yes.
1: Yeah. I. I. I imagine.
3: Rolling two dice. Uh, 14 and 17 plus four.
1: She wants to go. Yep. She is, I get, she can't point. There's no pointing. She just basically says, You had me, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> she says, As long as you keep me away from those two, right? Especially, Absolutely. The, one with the, especially the one with the chunky fingers.
6: Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't think she likes books that one.
3: They've breached my religious beliefs on the value of, of reading, so yeah, uh,
1: And Blasphabic. gives you a fairly clear path on how to get to the travel section.
3: Love her. Just
1: over there beyond this and beyond that. It is so messy over in, in this library. There's stuff everywhere.
3: It's, it's taking every ounce of my restraint to not just stop and organise this library. <laughs> <laughs> like you're like, all oh, the books are pushed out, and I'm like, oh, I want to fix What's that. Mean, there's nothing on the
1: floor really, but everything's just clearly not exactly the way it should be, mm. and, and it would... It does appear that it is as normally meticulously looked after. Uh, what would you like something's to do? Something's happened
3: here. You can actually get a tool that you use to, like, push all your books back to the exact same depth. Actually, fun really? fact. Yeah. Anyway. You hear um, the librarian,
6: I have that tool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm,
3: I'm worried for the librarian. Clearly something's happened here that they're not able to maintain the organisation that they had.
1: Yeah, yeah.
3: The systems have fallen out of whack.
1: What would you like to do?
3: Um... Go there.
1: Right. So you're trusting the book? hmm Yeah. Yeah, why wouldn't you?
2: I don't know. She's you my tried friend. To in head and-,
1: <laughs> and... you just ignore me. So I was like, like,
2: whatever. Damn it,
1: over they go. All right, so you wander over. That was a little bit easier than I thought it would be, but over you go. Uh, and as you get there, you do notice that the books would look like they're meticulously packed away, except they're just jutting out more than normal, mm. uh, except for one pile, a oh. small series of books that look decidedly out of place. Uh, they are sitting on an angle uh, on the floor, resting against the wall where books go
2: we pick them up and go through them
1: who would like to be the one picking up the books
2: good old fat fingers over here yeah <laughs> here we go i've got the claws <laughs> Give it.
1: none of these ones try to dodge uh, at all they don't move there's nothing about these ones in particular but there are three books and those books are valkyries never die by francesca caldwell the mountains of Kaylee by nancy Kane, and arthur stone's guide to Alonia.
2: by who Arthur Stone.
1: Yeah, Arthur Stone wrote a book about Got that. It. Yeah. Arthur Stone's Guide to Alonia, written by Stephen <laughs> Partridge. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Partridge. Just pick, pick the name of that. Not Stephen, you know.
2: Alan Partridge.
1: Stephen Partridge is going to be in this story later now. You know that. Uh, who's not looking at the books? The other two? Freya. And Freya's looking. So that yep. means Karin and Morrigan are not looking. Can you both give me perception checks? 16 plus 2, 18. And how did you go there, Morrigan?
3: Might as well not have rolled. 3 plus 0.
1: Again, have you checked to see if there are other numbers on your dice? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh,
3: the temperature,
1: this is what you notice anyway, uh, Morrigan. The temperature of the air does seem as though it is dropping rapidly.
4: Ooh, there are okay.
1: Goosebumps on your arms forming. Uh, sorry, I wrote that much nicer than I changed it into. I just sometimes I change what I write. Goosebumps on your arms leap to your defense.
3: Oh, that's lovely. Much yeah, nicer, that's, a, right? oh, that's nice. Yeah. I
1: didn't say it that way, though.
3: But they're forming. But they
1: are forming. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a doctor now. You appear to have goosebumps in the forearm uh, area.
2: No, you got to use the Latin term for goosebumps, or like the medical term. No, gonna...
1: goosebumpitis.
2: Goosebumpus subatus.
1: <laughs> <laughs> am I going to make it, doc?
2: <laughs> yes,
1: you are fine.
2: Just put a blanket over you. <laughs> <laughs> Rub your arms a <laughs> <all>. little.
1: <laughs> uh, also, you notice know, puffs of condensation floating from your mouth.
2: That's a lot for three perception.
1: It's not bad at all, especially since you do get more.
2: Yeah, what do I get to know then?
1: Hari, you hear a crackling noise rising from within the library.
2: Okay.
1: And a sudden whoosh of ice cold air blasting from the hollow centre of the room.
2: Okay, that's a lot. Crackling and ice. There's a bit
1: more. Because you identified loot before, you hear his voice again.
2: Yes. There's something coming. There's something coming. A breath of
0: ice. <gasps> oh. Yes, loot, we hear you.
1: You're not surprised that loot suddenly is speak, speaking. These two have been talking about it. You're just like, yeah, that's normal.
2: I'm not surprised by anything in this game anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say the Prince of Ice? That's what he said. Okay, honey, we'll be ready. But what do I do with these books? What
3: were they called again?
1: Valkyries Never Die, The Mountains of Kaylee, Arthur Stone's Guide to Alonia.
3: I think it's mountains. got something to do with the Mountains of Kaylee. Why? Because
2: mountains have ice on them. <laughs> No. They don't
1: well, have to. <laughs> <laughs> but
2: the Mountains we've of Kaylee did. Talk, we've talk fallen down anyways. them. What do you think it's okay, going to be? Valkyries never die. Mountains of Kaylee. And
3: Arthur Stone's guide to Alonia. Alunia. No, I, I like the idea of the Mountains of Kaylee because we we were in a we mountain in, and we fell down it. It was snowy. Yep. And we've been to Kaylee. Uh, okay. I think that you don't want us to pick up Mountains of No, you
1: missed the clue. Uh, you pick up the Mountains of Kaylee Lee uh, and open it up. There's nothing on the inside out of the normal, just words in a book. Perhaps our faith was misplaced, they said, as their faces shifted again. Faithless is he that says farewell when the road darkens, replied the ruffled voice of an old man. His long hair withdrew and a younger, smoother face remained, one of stern features, and further receding hair. But the eyes are blind. One must look with the heart, he extolled, before vanishing into the folds of a woman's face, her porcelain cheeks framed by bold waves of brown. Be comforted, dear soul. There is always light behind the clouds, she said. A moment later, she too was gone, dropped from the surface of a circulating sequence of identities that seemed to accelerate through responses. They pretend to themselves they are in control of events, but perhaps they are not. The elements could not be more simple, nor the stakes higher, the voices said. Now the words were almost blending, the faces whirring in new combinations.
4: Maybe it was fate all
1: along. Must we faintly trust a larger hope? There is a crack in everything. everything, that's how the light gets in. Hold fast to dream. And then the faces paused. The wandering hair of a handsome man remained. And a new beard weaved rugged paths away from tortured eyes. The librarian sighed. I looked deep down and do believe.
2: Eh, uh, chuck it down, pick up the next one. Don't chuck it! Jesus! Okay, hand it to Morrigan, pick up the next one, babes.
1: Before you get a chance to do that, uh, rising through the centre chamber is an old man. He is hovering in the middle of the room. His legs and arms are crossed, but you can see that his extremities are tinged with icicles. Oh, he's the a
2: prince of ice. Yeah,
1: the icicles hang from his long beard. They run the length of his fingers like extended nails. Uh, Most notably, his eyes themselves seem frozen. Hi, I'm Ron from Barrel H. Flicks Podcast, and I am the Prince of Ice.
0: That voice! Hello.
1: Slow, they say, when they have time to speak. But still, their fear remains.
5: They run and hide. They beg and plead. But still, their fear remains. Then they stall, they mire,
1: they lag, they move no more. And in kindness, I take their fear from them. For I am the Prince of Ice, and they will all
5: be mine.
2: That is good. He sounds hot.
6: <laughs>
2: he does. So, we, so when we hire these voice actors, you also get a photo. I
0: yeah. Do we screen firstly, them that when way? when you say
1: hire, that's a very loose term. Oh, oh. When people send their voices. <laughs> when people in. are kind enough to send us their send us their voices, and uh, no, that's the uh, the team from Barrel Edge Podcasts uh, who oh,
2: the Barrel Edge Flicks Podcast.
1: Sorry. Yes.
3: Now do they have show
1: so uh, We had the voice in the last one with the train. You didn't get to hear all those ones, but I was just sneaking in the Remember that said the train driver just wouldn't shut up?
3: Yes, yes. Yeah, all
1: through three parts of the episode, I just kept sneaking sneaking in more parts of the train talking in the background. Uh, and in this episode, we have Prince of Ice. Alright.
2: Fire fire at him. Do I have my firebolt back yet? Fire at him.
1: It's a good question. Well uh, you
3: might have I my might fire have
2: firebolt. It. I'm gonna firebolt at him. It's not
1: a bad idea to fire him as soon as you bloody will cap.
2: But, but she like, fired at him, he's dead. Can you do 90 points of damage straight away? Yes, and can Ooh, you also tell yeah. me? <laughs> You're
1: going to have to. Shit! Ladies, roll initiative. Oh
3: nine Nineteen. Just making sure this dice goes up to 20 before I try to roll it. What do you got? Three.
1: Nice. <laughs> uh, Freya, you will be allowed to go first. Uh, when you turn, you can see uh, this man hovering there, and um, it looks as though he is basically controlling the weather. Okay. Is out over the middle though, out of range of a melee attack.
0: Okay, well I'm gonna sneak up to a hidden part of the library.
1: So you're gonna try to get to a spot where you can hide?
0: Um, no, where I can still see him, but I'm in closer range.
1: You need to do a stealth check to make sure you are hidden, which guarantees that if you can get to him in the next round, you get your sneak attack. Okay,
0: yep,
3: yep, yep, I'm going to do that. Uh,
1: So what you'd need to do is a stealth check uh, to see if they notice you hiding, because that really does ruin things.
3: (laughs) She just holds a single book up (laughs) over her face. (laughs) Five plus ten,
1: fifteen. Fifteen. Jesus. Uh, again, you are so good at that. Uh, yeah, you sneak off to the side and he doesn't really notice you. you might not think too highly of you, to be honest.
3: Do we just think she's abandoned us?
1: That's up to you. (laughs) Nah. But off she goes. Don't worry, I've got a plan. Freya has a plan. She just didn't tell anybody what it was, even though she has the ability to tell you with her tattoos. She still just went, I'm on my own with you.
0: (laughs) We're in this together alone. (laughs) (laughs) Alone together (laughs) like Covid.
1: It is his turn next. I don't know how it is his turn next, because his initiative role was abysmal. Woo, he has some fun things to do. All right, he's going to use his ice grip. Uh, that's like his own hand, or it stretches out across. It can go quite a distance. It's still attached oh, to that's him. Oh, so creepy. And it, just, <laughs> it looks like a normal hand, and it becomes ice as it gets across yeah. to you. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Uh, it. Ooh, he is going for Morrigan. Oh. Now, you get to make a dexterity throw Ooh. to see if you can avoid being grappled.
3: Um, um, okay. oh,
1: oh, he's trying to grab you around the neck. It's icy grasp. How'd you go?
3: I rolled a three for the third time in a row.
1: Uh, You are now grappled. It's holding you around the neck. Plus Uh, one. (laughs) Not going to mean much. You're very fortunate that I am rolling the dice because on 2d10 I managed six points of damage. Okay. Thank you. Very fortunate. At the same time, you see that the ice seems to be... Uh, forming away from the hand. You can see it now f- uh, looking like it's affecting the ground beneath it
6: mm. uh,
1: and uh, freezing that area as well. You will be grappled until you can make a DC 15 strength check on your next turn. On oh, my next turn. All right. Which should be fun. Kareem, what would you like to do?
2: Uh, axe him. He's,
1: he's still over in the middle. You can probably reach his hand that's going towards Morgan's neck.
2: Yeah, yeah. Can I just <laughs> run over it with my ax like, ah. Yeah, oh. sure. That's what I'm doing. Like, Man, let's see what happens. Like, ah, you icy motherfucker. Get away from my friend. And obviously, you know I'm gone for the head. Like, that's yeah, not I even. Mean, that was that's <laughs> like un, <laughs> and not And it is even. an icy
1: part. So it shouldn't yep. be able to do too much, surely.
2: Yeah. Now, as we know, I have a very powerful axe. Yes, yes, the axe. We know the axe. We've heard. <laughs> so it's plus six to hit. Yep. What'd you roll? A 19. Ooh. Nice. How nice. I do. How I do. 19. Good number match. And then a 1d12. You know what it is? It's this new leather dice rolly thing. I'm just... Oh, it's a fucking 12. Nice. Plus three. I spell I'm telling you, this leather rock box thing is just killing it.
1: 15 points of damage, and you see it chip deep into the hand, but doesn't break through it. All right? But it definitely causes some form of pain if this thing feels okay. pain in Thanks some way. Thanks trying... Uh, Morgan, you are next.
3: I am going to break free like the strong independent woman I am! Does it? No.
1: What did you roll?
3: Not as bad as a three, but ten minus one.
1: Yeah. You're struggling. Yeah. And you did not get free of that hand. We, is that uh, my action?
3: Like, trying to break free is my action?
1: You can't move, because you're being yeah. grappled, so it's not going to let you go anywhere. Uh, That is the only other pretty much, pretty much the only other option you have.
3: Right. I'd let you
1: use one of your skills if you wanted to try and do something with that, if it was viable, you know, Mm. like your perception check sort of thing. Otherwise, we are back to Freya.
0: Um, I'm going to use my power word, point and kill.
1: (laughs) All right. I
2: reckon he's actually scrolling four pages down. Like, well, I guess that was all a fucking waste of time. There's,
1: a, there's all these things that this guy can do. Uh-oh. But he can't survive that. Uh, in a puff of snow, like a giant snowball, really. <laughs> just A puff, suddenly this thing just vanishes into nothing. There's nothing. There's snow falling down. It's rather pretty. The light. Aww. Yeah, it's lovely. Am I
3: still being choked?
1: Uh, no, it's all gone. The whole thing just shatters into little bits of snow and
3: falls. I applaud. I'm convinced this was a show that the library was putting on. Wow! That was immersive. That was, <laughs> that was
2: really believable.
1: Uh, ladies, give me a perception check to see if you saw what just happened. And while we're doing that, Freya, give me a stealth check to see if you can roll higher than what they roll. Five
2: plus two <laughs> perception. How'd it be going?
3: It bounced out of the empty tray into the Dice tree with all the other dice on a 20.
1: That's a crit.
0: Nice. 18 plus 10. Plus
3: 10? Yeah. Oh, stealth, right.
1: Think about a crit is <laughs> you did not see what happened, Morrigan. What? Why? But. Ooh. You are very suspicious.
3: I no longer think it was a show. No.
1: I don't remember getting tickets.
3: I did take damage. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure you were taking damage during a show.
1: I wasn't even in the splash zone and yet I got hurt, so I don't understand this show at all. Um, you don't see how this happened, but you also notice that Freya isn't here. hmm And f- for the first time in a long time, you are suspicious, openly suspicious, that she's not with you. Too many things have led to you thinking this.
3: I reach into my fanny pack and open up my suspicions notebook. Oh, <laughs> right. I already had that booklet. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I add a log, December twelfth.
1: Okay. <laughs> the
3: year is in this place.
1: <laughs> and also the month is called December. Yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All
6: right.
3: And All I right. note down and I and look over at Karen and I. I wink. I'm winking back because she sees I'm holding my notebook. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I got you, I got you, I got you.
1: And yet has no idea. <laughs> like, I know what that book is. Like. Yeah, okay. And
3: I look around and I hold my hands up, like, yeah, uh huh. Yeah. And I'm like, uh huh, uh huh. I don't know what
2: has triggered you into this, but I actually almost forgot about that book, but I know why I had that book. So I'm like, winking at her, like, yeah, we'll talk about this later. Wow. We do that thing like when you're in a meeting and something happens and we kind of look at each other and we're like, that pin it look. Yes.
1: Yeah, can't yeah, say look. it now, but we know we're going to talk about this. Freya, you see none of that. You have no idea that they may have picked up on something. Yeah. Gotta say that the only way you can really beat a twenty-eight, apart from the other numbers that are higher, uh, <laughs> is is a crit. That's pretty huge. Yeah, that was... But also pretty huge is the sudden death of the prince of ice. Sudden and extremely quick death of the prince of and ice. Pretty. And very pretty.
2: There's going to be a worse monster coming. <laughs> as he falls, can't.
1: he's <laughs> as he falls, he's like, "At least I died pretty." <laughs>
4: uh,
1: okay, uh, I I thought that was going to be a longer battle. So, ladies, what would you like to do? Well, look, the books have now been scattered by well, whatever this explosive storm in the death of this creature. You know, it's called. Everything shakes. Books start to move around a bit. Some of them fall off. Uh, and all the efforts made by the librarian to hide all these books in plain sight have now been wasted.
2: Okay, we roll Perception to see if we can find Valkyries. Valkyries?
1: That was a book you just had before, yeah?
2: No, No. we had Mountains of Kaylee. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. I can tell you, no, you picked up, when you had the chance to pick from three books before, the clue was in one of the other books. Uh, Valkyries Never Die is the only book that wasn't a travel book in the pile of three books. So it was the only book that didn't belong in the travel section. Right. So the librarian thought, I know, I'll just make a pile of three books and want to clearly be out of place. So they'll look at the one that's out of place. And you guys went, no, no, we'll pick the other one. Uh, and it was a really cool clue.
2: Why can't we still look for it?
1: Oh, it's messed up with all the other books now, but it won't matter. Oh, you want the clue the book had anyway? Yeah. I'll tell you what the book was, the book clue was. It was oh, in, I want to
2: go find it in the story. Why can't she we just dig through the Because you've already
1: killed the thing. It was a clue on how to kill the thing.
3: Oh! Uh.
1: <laughs> and it would have been fun to see how you would have solved it. I'm going to tell you what it is. Okay. Here's the clue. Because Here's what the book would have said, the one you didn't read.
3: I imagine you click on a little envelope and it opens up to reveal.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I would have required you to do an intelligence check okay. to see if you could figure it out. Because all the words in the book were smearing around, going really fast, except um. some of them weren't moving. Okay. So all the words were just going... Helter Skelter. Uh, but just some of the letters stayed in place. And if it was a low intelligence check, you would have got the letters L-M-F-E-A.
3: I can almost spell MILF. <laughs> I can spell meal.
1: That's the word that, yes, the clue was.
2: Freya, you're pregnant sometimes.
1: <laughs> Had your uh, intelligence check been higher, uh, it would have been L-A-M-E-F.
3: Flame. 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 <laughs> I was, like, lame. The
1: Prince of Ice would have been vulnerable to fire, which meant that any damage from fire would have been doubled. Ah, Yeah. The three storms belonged to the gods of the New Age. When the old gods began their indulgent calamity, they failed to notice as the faith of mortals slowly fed fresh deities. These were beings of more mortal concern, though. They spoke of wind and water, of sun and life. They grew in strength, and yet did not become abusive of their power. But then the blinding glare of the old gods returned, and, in time, the gaze of mortals turned with them. Power shifted, allies were formed, and new gods looked to inspire fear in the mortals that had once granted them such power. The beings known as the Three Storms were born, ice, wind, and lightning. They delivered dread upon drifting disciples. They were the Tempest, they were turmoil, they were terror. There were ruination, anguish, and woe. And now there were just two.
3: I have an idea. Yes, you have a magic bookmark. Oh, I forgot about your magic bookmark. I forget about my magic bookmark. Your dad gave it to you.
2: Your I, dad gave you a magic bookmark.
1: I didn't forget. <laughs> like, ah. I'm just waiting for you to figure that one out. I love that you got there. Actually, Very nice. She did. love like, she always does. That's true. But Freya, on the other hand, is like, I have a
3: bookmark? I mean, has she even come back to us? Look, we
1: know that she actually does love books. She just, maybe she's got a traumatised past because no one's read to her for a long, long time, but she does have a bookmark.
3: It, has she come back to us? She was hiding. Frey, what did you do? Um, now I'm just trying to,
0: I'm going to find a book. Yeah, and then I will just say sorry. I was I was trying to read this, and then I got lost, and then I realised I, I, the I got <laughs> lost in the book. I got
1: lost in the book. was so engaging
3: in the th- middle of a fight. I'm really really sorry. I I'm sorry. That's what happens. well you all decided not to split up, and you're like, no, we're not going to split up. But I'm going to abandon you in the middle of a fight to read no. a book. But I knew it wasn't going to be a big fight, so
0: it was just
2: a show. <laughs> it's just a show. <laughs> it was you missed the best show.
3: Give me a
1: deception check. <laughs> It's
4: a 14 plus. Nine. Oh, oh damn.
2: <laughs> oh, I'm really sorry about this, guys. She's an excellent liar and a phenomenal... Thing.
1: Somehow you both look at her and go, you know, that does check out. Yeah. It does. Freya would go and read a book in the middle of a battle.
3: Knowing I can do literally no damage, can I just pull back and punch her in the nose? <laughs> Zero damage, <laughs> Gives her a quick punch.
1: Uh, look, you already don't believe what she was saying from before, but at the moment... Just a little bit of you says to yourself, I don't know, she's a little weird sometimes. She's yeah,
3: she is <laughs> crazy. Yeah. does check it out.
1: Maybe I should double check my notes in my book. Um, but yeah, what would you like to do, everyone?
3: Okay, hey, we need a book. Um, Journal, right? Like, is it the or Elisaway? We need the book. Well, that's the one you need to get the Work to, of yeah. Blassaway. Red and yellow, red and yellow, red and yellow. Red and yellow, yellow.
1: Red leather, yellow that is leather, the one you were sent leather. here to find, yes.
0: Great. All right, I am going to... Throw my baby bookmark up in the air. Yay! It's going to take us to the book we need. Well, there are books
1: everywhere now. Uh, What does
0: it say? Well, phrase baby bookmark, when this unique item is thrown into the air, it always floats towards the book that most suits the thrower and or the potential reader. Its decision is based on reading age, reader intellect, general comprehension, lexical density, and, of course, the book's cover, which should
3: always be judged. No, it shouldn't. Yes, it <laughs> <laughs> Books are art. That's a valid reason to buy a book.
1: Uh, true. Uh, there are That's three like. books in particular that it seems to go straight towards that have been scattered near each other. Uh, there's a book called Man of Stone uh, by Jose and Concha Barros. Uh, there is a book called The Sinatra Wars by Ronald Chapman. And there's a book called The Light Within by Roscoe the
2: Long-Haired. The Light Within. That was quick.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Why'd you, why'd you pick that?
3: The beginning books, we had wind, the ice, and the light. light, yeah. And we already went to the travel, and that was wind, and we fought the Ice Prince, so we light.
1: All right. Who's going to pick up the book?
3: Me, I guess, because everyone's looking at me.
1: <laughs> uh, All right, you pick it up. I love how everyone just threw you in. <laughs> you like, chose right, it. So I'm
2: like, oh, of my own volition, I am going to pick this book. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, can everyone else roll me a perception check then? That is Morrigan and Freya. how we go?
3: 13.
1: 13. Not bad. 8. That is bad.
3: What was (laughs) happening there? That was a lot of like...
1: You were counting on a lot of fingers then.
3: Yeah, because I
0: was like, is this a six or a nine? And then I went Uh, in my head and then I had to go, hang on, it's a six. And then I... Rightio then. Then I did some maths.
1: Not a great roll from Freya. So you do hear something though. You hear a scream of anguish from deep down in the pit of the library's centre. Morrigan. Mm-hmm. You hear more wind howling up through the chamber now, and the books and paper are flinging around at extraordinary speeds, and everybody's there's paper just spinning around everywhere. Uh, Karin, you lean down to pick up the book. Uh, you ladies, doing that Looks
2: like you're about to press a button.
1: I'm about to press a button. Not yeah, only you do a look, you do this, you go. I do, I looked, but I'm also turning off the headphones of the other two.
2: Okay, yeah.
1: This is what you hear, Karin. We don't hear all of this. Hi. I'm Derek, host of the How Not to DM
5: podcast, and I play the Dewey Decimator. That's right, that's right. Just reach out and grab a book, any book. Oh, no, not that one. Look harder, little lady. Don't just judge the covers. Or perhaps you should, but don't look too closely. You might notice the little dab of blood on my spine or the stretched leather of my skin. Or maybe even teeth, if you start to look within. Yes, yes, there we go. Reach for me. What could possibly go wrong with the book? Oh, hello, aren't you lovely? Don't you just love a good book? They bring us closer to each other. They teach us tolerance and understanding. For example, right now, As you hold me in your hands, we are bonding, little by little. Go on, read my blurb, or perhaps my recommendations. You'll find I'm quite voracious myself. Yes, yes, quite voracious. Did you notice that little sting on your finger? Did you start to wonder why this book was making you so tired? Why your fingers kept hovering lightly over the same words as you try to focus upon them? Can you feel now as my teeth grow, your hands numb as I begin to feed? They say a good book is hard to put down. (laughs) I say a bad book is worse. Oh
4: that
2: is Good. How
1: much fun was that one?
2: Bravo. That Ooh. was gripping. <laughs> Literally.
1: Uh, now, something we don't normally do, because ladies, I turned off your microphones for a second. I'm turning yours back on. And Karin, I'm turning yours off. Yeah. Because ladies, you also hear something. In the center chamber now, again, you see something else sliding up. Yeah. A Seems like a fluid and graceful being, made entirely of swirling air currents. Again, it looked like a man at first, but the wind swirling around the outside of it. And as I said, there's paper going everywhere. In fact, everybody give me a quick uh, dex roll to see whether the paper cuts slice through your skin.
3: This reminds me of the tower with the knives in the kitchen.
1: Yes, it is very similar, just stuff randomly cutting you. How'd you go?
3: That is a 19. Oh, nice.
1: dodges out of the way. How did you go there, Freya?
3: 16 plus 4.
1: Damn it, the two of <laughs> you just dodged <laughs> Matrix-style as bits of paper go flicking all around. They were deadly too. They could have done a lot of damage. But then you do notice the man hovering in the middle of the room. He has a long white beard again extending out from a drawn-out face, and the wind is getting faster and faster like a cyclone gaining
6: strength until the gusts overwhelm his shape and he becomes the wind. Hi, I'm Chase from the barrel Age Flicks podcast, and I am the Spirit of the Wind. You know, everyone thinks I have to be some kind of mysterious wisp blowing quietly in the night, calmly whispering wisdom into the ears of the innocent. Oh, you think I am silence. You think I am breath and breeze and peace. But no, I am the storm. I spit hate into the feeble dwellings of the weak, bell whatever fools dare rise against inescapable decay, erode mountains, strip bare false gods, I am inevitable. I shall take from you your flesh, splinter and wither your bones, send your dust to dust. I do not whisper, I scream, I howl, I roar and the world listens. I am the spirit of wind, and you will bow.
3: Oh, yeah. Holy. That audio is amazing.
1: And ladies, as you see the spirit of the wind rise in front of you, you notice the book that Karin went to pick up is falling to the ground, and she is gone. Oh. And that is where we end our episode.
2: Are you sure? I feel like we have got more time. Bye-bye. No, legit, like, there can't be enough for an episode, can there?
1: I don't know. I mean, sometimes I do things a bit differently, don't you know?
2: Wow. All right, we're done then.
1: Just sometimes I do things a bit differently, like this.